0: Welcome back to The Last Row Podcast. My name is Drew, and as always, I am joined by my best friend, Badway, across the room. You're not my best friend. What are you, Larry David? (laughs) You guys know the drill by now. This is a movie podcast. We watch underrated movies. Today is our on-demand episode where we have a bunch of topics lined up for you. If you're looking for us on the web, we are at thelastrowpodcast.com. On Twitter, at thelastrowpod, facebook.com slash thelastrowpod, Plus. And iTunes. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us a five-star review if you're enjoying the show. Many people have done so so far. Thank you, everyone, who's done so. What are we talking about today, Badway? So,
1: like you said, this is a last row, colon, on-demand episode. We're talking about a couple of loose topics. First one, 40X theaters. Put you inside the movie, Drew. (laughs) In in the movie. In the movie. Not VR. Like that kid in uh, in Last Action Hero. (laughs) Get the golden (laughs) ticket. Yeah. Uh, We're also going to talk about Hardcore Hardcore Henry. An upcoming release the, with some revolutionary tactics. Is that an adult film? Could be. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe it is. Yeah. And we're going to wrap it up with a listener email asking us to reboot uh, Steven Seagal's Under Siege. We'll see how that goes. I am looking very much forward to I that. I have some one. thoughts on that. So we'll <laughs> get into it. So, 40X. I don't know much about this thing. You brought it to my attention earlier in the week, and I, I just want to know what's going on with this. You, so, so lay, lay the groundwork for So, us. I'm going to
0: put this this article that I read from Wired, Wired.com, uh, after we talked about Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, last week, and uh, throughout the week... Yeah. Outside of this show. Too much. Many times, probably too much. Too much, too much Batman. Uh, I promise that we won't talk about Batman much anymore, and especially not Entourage. I don't know if we
1: can promise I, that one. I'm going to set the over-under on, on Batman references for you at four right now, <laughs> and I'm going to count that last one. I'm, so taking, the one. I'm yeah. taking the over. I'm taking the there's, over. There's no line for the
0: Entourage references, because that's That's just a that's given. Just a given. Yeah. No, but uh, so 40X theaters. So there's this technology, and I, I read this article on Wired.com. Sent it to you. I'll post it in the show notes for the people that have not read it. Yep. Very interesting article. It's these high-tech theaters. They just put one in Manhattan. Yeah. It's motion-enabled chairs with, quote, strong vibrations, Yeah, some, quote, lightning, rain, and flashing strobe lights, and a dash of, quote, fog and strong scents. <laughs> End
1: quote. So it gives you the see, feel, hear, taste,
0: touch. So you are movies. in the movie. And let me read to you the title of this article. It's called quote, What It's Like to See Batman v Superman. Don't count that as a reference. It doesn't count. In Butt Punishing 4 DX. <laughs> butt Punishing 4 DX. <laughs> butt Punishing. <laughs> that, I think we have a show our show title right there. Yeah. I think that's our show that, title. That's gotta be it. No, so so basically this theater, it you're in the movie. Yeah. So you're in this movie and the guy described watching the Batman V Superman movie with this new theater. So it's in Manhattan. The tickets are like thirty bucks. Is that too high or not or just enough for you? That's probably good. Would you pay for that? I would try it. When you once think about see. when you think about most three D movies, they're yeah. like twenty five dollars these days anyways. Right. So you Especially know Especially Manhattan. Yeah, I mean, five bucks for a little e- extra butt punching. Yeah, I don't think course. anyone's
1: going to complain about that. I'll tell you what. What. What I'm very excited about, though, is like this just opens up a world of new possibilities in the porno industry. Yeah, you know, <laughs>
0: you know. First they had a yeah. HD DVD and Blu-ray. Yeah.
1: You know, now they got well, 4K. Fir- first, the DVD player came out, and they let you change angles. Oh yeah. And people, that was before you know I knew anything about anything, but it was. I'm sure the people were going nuts about that.
0: Did, did, is that even used anymore, alternate angles? When's the last time you saw... like? I I, I,
1: I'll tell you what, I've never had that feature work. Every time I ever tried it when I first got a DVD player to in, like switch angles on a movie, it would never work. In films or... Uh, no, I don't know. When <laughs> DVDs came out, I was probably like 12
0: years old. I don't know. No, you know what's funny? I mean, most special features... I don't even watch the special features in most movies. Yeah. Give it to me in like a Watchmen or like a you know, Dark Knight or whatever. I mean, even like Inception, something like that. Maybe yeah. I'd watch the extra features, but I... I Generally, you know, you get a second disc. I don't ever pop it in. Do you ever you ever listen to a
1: director's commentary of anything <laughs> I think I ever? Did. I think I did one yeah. time
0: for like like Boy Meets World DVDs. <laughs> you know, it was like Ryder Strong and like, yeah. you know, Eric Matthews, you know, Wilfred L. I think yeah. I wa- I think I did watch some of those for that. The, that's about it.
1: Uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone have pretty funny ones. That's, yeah, I have um, ones I remember. Basketball. basketball. I saw the basketball and, one. um a cannibal the musical was also a yeah good
0: one. we yeah. watched that together orgasm right too. Uh, yeah, yeah, or or too yeah Orgasmo too. a great movie th-
1: those might have been the only ones i've, I've seen the director's commentary for but i'm sorry but, I, I uh,
0: but but getting back to the 40x right so yeah. i got a couple quotes to you too i know i've been reading a lot from this article like i said i'm going to post it in the show notes but the guy was basically describing his experience watching the movie in yeah. 40x so he mentioned you know when there was like an outdoor scene it was like cold and dark a cold yeah. brush of air went through the theater into him, and he felt like you know that his hair was flying around. Yeah. The other thing was they were talking about Doomsday and, and the face of Doomsday, and they said, "Oh, what what did the breath smell like?" Yeah. He mentioned it smelled like uh, I think bactine and diet sprite. Diet sprite. Is so such there's a, smells, uh, yeah. right? It's such a. So if you're watching a movie, smell. like like let's say you're watching a movie like in the bayou, you know, yeah. so, some like swamp like swamp, God forbid, swamp ass in the movie. <laughs> You know, is it going to smell like that? I mean, do they, what's the scent technology? Well, you don't want to put
1: the people off, you know. It has to be very specific. It can't be all, like, we're not going to be smelling the swamp for 90 minutes of whatever movie of a bad lieutenant uh, port of call.
0: So that's what I don't get. Would you want to smell Doomsday's ass in your face? His breath? I don't want to smell any acid in my face. Drew, Diet but. Sprite. This is this is what the guy said. He said occasionally and seemingly random, a slight medicinal odor wafted into the theater. If you're wondering what Doomsday's breath smells like, it smells like a mix of bactine and Diet Sprite.
1: That sounds good. I don't know, but no, as long as it's very brief, it's. it's I feel like it's a good thing. Like I personally can't smell, so it doesn't really affect <laughs> me one way or the other. I, I forgot. Little I mean, note f- fact, but for other people, sure, go go for it.
0: I mean, I guess it, it could be cool if you're you know you're in a scene where it's like on the beach. There's a beach. Yeah. Do you smell the beach? How do they right. mix these scents? What if it's like a cooking movie, you know? Yeah, man. <laughs> so that's how they get you to buy more food. Right. Right? It's yeah. like when they drop the ice into the glass. Oh,
1: you know they're going to be pumping popcorn smells in regular movies later on. Like, while there's like a downside of the sea, they're going to put popcorn. They're going to have chocolate. It's like, they're, it's kind of like it's a subliminal thing. All the
0: subliminal. Yeah. But the best part, the best part about this was the guy basically describes his experience, right? Like we were saying, and he said that the seats move, so it's kinda of like a theme park ride, like an like a roller coaster almost. And I looked some of these videos up on YouTube. It's like four seats together. Yeah. And they move in unison and the thing is like on hydraulics. Like I don't know why it seems so funny to me just to like be maybe like a, a an innocent bystander to watch people watching this movie. <laughs> like how like watching people jerk Wild around in wall. the seats. But uh the guy, the guy goes on to talk about this, and he says, it goes without saying that all that jerking and lurching, especially in a movie that pushes off the 150-minute 100, mark, isn't for everybody. One theater-goer theater near me took to the floor during a <laughs> bunch of go-go of Batman v Superman's final half hour. More than a few stood up during the end credits and rubbed their backs. <laughs> so, like, the guys got their ass kicked.
1: Yeah. I, I kind of want that. Like, I feel like that would be fun. If you're spending 30 bucks seems to be like you're getting your money's worth. Well, if I'm spending 30 bucks, I would want them to beat my
0: ass. Like, it better be worth it. So if you could go back and watch any movie that has been released into the world, in your history of, of, you know, the 30 plus years that we've been alive here, what movie would you want to see in butt-punching 4DX? Well, I'd have to
1: think about that for a second, but I alluded to the the, the porno industry. You know how, like, back before when we were kids, like, it was like a thing. In movies, they would show... A creepy guy like going to the porno theater yeah. to watch. You watch a porno in the movie theater. Like, is that what they're going to do with this? Like, they could have like strippers, and you. And the ticket might be thirty dollars, but it might be forty dollars or fifty, depending on what kind of service you want. This is right. It sounds like you have a business idea, right? And I'm not talking about prostitution here. I'm talking about you watch the porno on the screen and they have like a you had a lap dance because like (laughs) like when you're getting your back punched while Superman and Batman are fighting each other you're not actually getting hurt it's kind of like a massage type thing yeah so I'm talking about other massages I see see where you're going or or or, or, or a seat rumble you know I see I see where you're (laughs) I
0: see where you're a seat rumble
1: (laughs) but. As far as movies go, like imagine, let's, let's let's take let's take a superhero movies. Let's talk Batman and Robin, right? Yeah. Make that movie better. Like what if like imagine all the freeze freeze seeds, where it's what just you, like ice like, cold in the theater. The free the the seat freezes up.
0: I, I feel like we don't live that far away from Manhattan, right? So So yeah. I feel like we need to take it upon ourselves to go see a movie, a movie.
1: Yeah. Oh, there's got be a movie. There's gotta be a movie that's worth it.
0: I'm uh, trying to think of what's coming out, like
1: Avengers or not no. Avengers. Captain America is the next big release. Yeah. Well. Hey, what well, our next topic, Hardcore Henry, oh, would man. be the perfect release.
0: Do you think that that would be shown in that theater?
1: No, I don't think so. I don't think it's big enough. I don't think anybody's going to spend $30 on Hardcore Henry. But I don't know. Uh, what would be like a bad movie? What would be like a... like. A bad experience for this kind of movie to be on hardcore Henry because it could make you sick yeah like they, they just have you they just have you I, I can imagine like a, like a NASA like testing thing where they yeah. just have you spinning around in circles the whole freaking time I mean
0: I know it's not your favorite but maybe I could convince you to go see a space movie up there with me you're talking Star Wars I mean I, I would know. watch I would watch Star Wars in, in that movie you would, w- it that. would keep you entertained. well uh, you wouldn't fall asleep no uh, yeah Th- that's the question would you would no, you fall asleep I would in watch this?
1: every movie because I fall asleep in every movie so <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, no, I know we promised we would talk about it did you fall asleep in batman did i not mention this in the last
1: episode i don't remember i did i totally did and dude don't make fun of me it was during the fight (laughs) i
0: can't believe it
1: i can't believe it it. you fell
0: asleep in the fight the like the the climactic ending i fell
1: at bvs i fell asleep during bvs yeah i did
0: i can't hear bvs and not think of the steel panther song (laughs) if you're listening and you know what i'm talking about you know, I'm, oh, I'm putting my man. thumb up here, but yeah. one one last thing before we move on from this topic and, and talk about Hardcore Henry. Are there any other movies that you'd want to watch in this
1: that you can think of? I have one in my head here. Well, I would do some kind of like, I don't know, action driving movie, uh, like. Fast and the Furious, for example. Oh, my... Dude, why did... Yeah. It took us uh, 10 minutes
0: into this topic yeah, to right. think about
1: that. Furious 7. Furious 7 in 4DX butt puncher. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what... Uh, what, did I, you, what were you thinking? I don't
0: know if it, it was a great movie. The movie actually kind of sucked. Yeah. And I know we always like every movie, but... Do you remember Dark Water? Oh, my so God. this i remember seeing dark water in the theater jennifer connelly, jennifer connelly. Yeah. i almost said jennifer garner you know uh jennifer Connolly. Yeah. it was just raining the whole time so this this guy talks about in the in the in the notes here of this yeah. article about how there was like a mist uh-huh. and it it was like wet in the theater like <laughs> what if you're just sitting in the rain watching this movie
1: oh man what if they like, what if they really went for it right like, like it's yeah. just pouring yeah. On
0: you, you're wearing a raincoat, you got to bring your poncho, or you you didn't know and yeah. you went in and you just get soaking or wet. Or they do
1: something like Kill Bill, where she's like slicing everyone's neck in that seat, blood and like, squirting well, you know, everywhere. That like red, like mist to speak, squirted on you constantly.
0: I've heard of uh, there's a theater up in Boston area. Um, uh, and my old one of my old bosses told me about this. Uh, he used to go up there sometimes to visit family. He mentioned that there was a theater that had you know seat rumbling and all this stuff. I don't know if it's the same type of thing as this, but he yeah. mentioned it's in like a furniture store in a
1: furniture store yeah
0: so he he said the first time they discovered this place they didn't know that it was actually a theater and, yeah. I, and if anybody's listening and they know what i'm talking about i've never been there let send me what this place is because i i don't know which one it is but you like walk down this long hallway and it, he said it's really creepy it's like a yeah. Goose, goosebumps book where there's like like dolls and stuff he's lucky the he wasn't murdered that's what i told him yeah. he's like you know you walk down this long hallway <laughs> it's really dark you don't know where you're going i'm like uh, ah yeah. i don't know were you at a movie theater yeah. But he said, so then you walk in and it's like this gigantic theater, but they only show like one movie at a time. Yeah. And it's usually the big movie. Okay. So right now they're probably showing, you know, Batman coming up. They'll be showing, uh, you know, Captain America. All the the big releases, Furious
1: 7. Yeah. And they have one theater for this thing. Here, I would love to go there. Here's my dream. And I, I talked about this before, not on the podcast, but I think I mentioned this to you before. Speaking of furniture stores, I want a movie theater that has couches. They, they do exist. They do? They do exist. So instead of seats, they have like a bunch of couches, and they're raised as per each like level of the theater. And you look to your right, what's there? There's some refrigerators, right? Okay, so it's like a basement. Yeah, it's like a basement. What
0: if the theater is someone's basement?
1: Yeah, I'd pay $30, sit on the couch, um, it's Unlimited all you beers. can drink. Unlimited beers? They have cans of sodas, cans of beers. Well, people might abuse it if it's beers. They wouldn't abuse sodas so much. You know, maybe there's some snacks in there. I don't know, a little bag of uh, sealed off. It could be even healthy snacks. Could be carrots. So, I don't know.
0: is it first come first serve? Is it reserve seating? Because I, I have to talk to you about reserve seating here.
1: Oh no, it's, it, you got to call fives. So you got to call fives you on gotta the couch. You got to call fives.
0: But what if somebody comes down and sits next to you? You, you? Like you know how you're in the theater
1: empty by yourself. Yeah. And someone sits right next to you. you got up,
0: bro. Like, are you sitting on the couch with somebody? Some, it's going to be awkward. Some poor
1: girl goes to see a movie by herself, and you and go some to creep sit next. Just her? sidles up next to her. So. <laughs> It's like a party.
0: So let me ask you this, though, because we've talked about this not on the podcast. I don't know how everybody that's listening feels about assigned seating in theaters. I personally am a huge fan. Went to the King of Prussia IMAX to see Star Wars over the Christmas, uh, this past Christmas time. Yeah. Had never been to a reserved seating theater. It changed my life. Yeah. I didn't need to be there so early. I just needed to get in
1: there, get in the seat. You don't like that, do you? No. Well, I'll tell you, I have reservations about this. The first time and only time I went to a side seating was on The Revenant. It was a morning show. I went by myself. Um, So they showed me the screen, and I picked... So there were like two or three other people in this theater. It It was like a really early show. The Revenant was just ending. Dead movie, right? So I strategically picked a seat that was in the middle of the theater and... Was at least at least one row away from everyone in yeah. every direction, right? So I pick the seat and I walk in the theater, and who's sitting right in front of me is some old lady who miss sat where she supposedly had seat. at it, right? Because they show you the occupied seats on the screen before you pick right. your seat. So she screwed up all already. So some lady comes and she sits right next to her. They don't know each other, and the lady and the lady goes, "I hope I'm in the right place. I think I'm in the wrong seat." and the other lady's like yeah you are but i'll just sit over here (laughs) so there was a movie with four freaking people in the theater and someone already was sitting in someone's seat but that's but that's why it doesn't matter though because
0: at that point it was empty right they don't have to are they are they supposed to obey the rules how does that work right
1: but when there's four people in the theater it doesn't matter no big deal right now say it's opening weekend of bvs and it's a packed theater and you have your seat assigned seat and you show up a minute late right The credits are rolling, the movie's starting. Uh Uh-oh, there's some asshole in my seat. You go and tell the guy, dude, you're in my seat. He's going to tell you to go F yourself, all right? He's going to tell you to go away. (laughs) People are very confrontational in movie theaters. You can't tell anyone what to do. So, and this is, what do you do? Do you go get a guy? The movie's running. You're going to miss the movie. Do you fight the guy? Do you, what do you do? I, I feel like it doesn't happen as often as you're thinking. His seat is probably in the front left corner. You're not going to go sit in his seat. You want justice, but you're going to ruin everyone's movie and you're going to miss part of the movie if you go and complain. And if not, the other option is to fight the guy. But you, <laughs> don't you want to fight somebody in the movie theater? I do. I don't want to fight the movie. I'll fight the guy later. I don't want to fight the guy when the movie's starting. <laughs> you say meet
0: me in the parking lot. Yeah,
1: you know, they're not going to pause the movie while you guys hash it out.
0: But I feel like it's not as it's not as bad as you're making it out to be. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, it saved. It changed my it life, It'll happen enough times. Listen, it changed my life. Yeah. I went in there. We got there early anyway, but we were in the right seat. You check your ticket. You look at it. It happens at sporting events, I guess. Same thing, I sporting, guess.
1: It's not as urgent. You, you get, get your wrong seat. You know, it's not the same thing tell as a movie. You don't have to pay full attention. Tell me
0: you paid $200 to go to a football game, and some guy, we at the last Eagles game that we were well, at, that, do you remember but
1: that? When people are wrong at a football game or a baseball game, they admit it right away. They act embarrassed, but they know what they did. <laughs> so they'll they'll move when you call them out on so you think they're gonna be but, stubborn in a movie theater. so it's yeah it's, it's sporting events it's no big deal but in movie theaters it's like a test of manliness right <laughs> people are always ready that they're on edge at movies so you come you come out with this especially if it's a guy with a date oh he's gonna puff his chest out at but you. would
0: you would you rather have it so that you got to go two hours early in advance and you got to find the perfect seat and you wind up sitting in the front row anyway with yeah. your neck strained looking sideways right we saw zombie land that way remember we that we did that if that movie wasn't so good, I'd have been yeah. miserable.
1: No, I, 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 in theory, I like the side seating, but I'm just waiting. If the if this happens to me just one time, or not even happens to me, if I'm in the same theater where this happens and the movie's playing, I'm done. I'm done with you the side seating.
0: You would be mad. I'm one and done. So, as somebody that used to work in the in the theater business, and you're in the movie industry. In the movie industry, yeah. um, I could tell you this would be a lifesaver for me because I remember working during the Star Wars premieres. And I just remember being annoyed because you had to try to get people, you know, seated. Yeah. But prior to that, it's like they were mad because they didn't get seated where they wanted, and and there was like I a like line children. organized. Like so you, you just gotta you gotta let people pick their own seats on a screen, touch screen, done, easy as pie. I think it's good.
1: Well. I guess what you what they need they don't have like, just hire a fifteen year old kid to be the the usher right the problem is they DGAF, my friend yeah
0: they're too they don't get paid enough they get no, paid but you have a guy
1: wage. whose job it is all right this this movie's selling pretty quickly let's get a kid in there to show these people their seats
0: it's it's possible that that existed at Star yeah. Wars i got, I didn't see it. Yeah, but if they're smart, they would do that. That would
1: be good because right away the kids like standing by the seating area. Oh, where wh- where are you seating? Okay, that's right up there, two rows up. No, not that row. The next one. It's possible yeah. that
0: they did that at Star Wars, and yeah. I just didn't see it.
1: Right, but a that seat, is a, a seating expert,
0: the, the usher, if yeah. you will. They don't call don't call him an usher though. You got to call him like a seating a seating specialist. Give, give him a cool title, <laughs> put it on their business card. Yeah, right. So I know we lingered on that topic a little bit, but I want to get to our next one. Something I'm personally excited about. Yeah. I know you are. Yeah. Eh. The adult film, Hardcore Henry. (laughs) Rated R. Rated R. The adult film,
1: Hardcore Henry. (laughs) Tell me about Hardcore Henry. What's the say about Hardcore Henry? It's a movie shot on a GoPro, basically. And it's just an action movie. It's like a first-person shooter, but it's a movie. And this is very revolutionary. It's never been done before. Apparently, this uh, director, I don't have his name... Um, in front of me, you bowl. Yeah, it's probably you bowl. <laughs> no, I'm like just that. Just No, how dare us? No, but it's, it's a guy who did a couple music videos, a couple shorts that got a lot of critical acclaim for its like ingenuity and a, a lot of crazy action scenes going on. Seems like the guy, like the whoever is Henry, is doing like parkour stunts or whatever, and they just have his like a GoPro attached to like his face, right? So there's this guy running around the movie with a GoPro on him, and it's and you just see what he sees. He's, he's fighting people. Is it gunfights. I'm sure there's a love scene in there that I know you're waiting for. Oh, I can't wait. Right? I can't wait. And this has never been done before and I'm surprised it hasn't been done before. There's a lot of gimmicks going on there. I'm surprised it's never been done before and it seems too good to be true. Like it's too much of a gimmick to be good what do you think about do that? we do we know the runtime on this movie is it like an hour and a half no it's it's gotta be it's gotta be at least 80 minutes every movie's 80 it, minutes it has to be at yeah like, least. otherwise
0: it'd be directed to dvd yeah. right i think an hour and 17 is like the lowest i've yeah. seen
1: recently it can't be two hours but it's at least an hour 20 <laughs> I think
0: if if they made it two hours I really suspect that they yeah. might need the uh paper vomit bags like you see on the airplane yeah, in front of you. Cuz I
1: got I got to be honest with you. I'm not one to be squeamish of motion sickness or anything yeah. like that. Like I could play a video game for 17 hours and not be like bugged out by it or flashing lights don't bother me. I watched this music video or the or whatever the short of this guy that's based on, yeah. Yeah, it's 5 minutes long and after 3 minutes like I had enough. Like it was awesome, but I've had enough like I was starting to get a little woozy. So I don't know if I can handle a full movie. Maybe it's different on the big screen. I, that's, little, what, that's what I would back. tell you. It's not on a computer screen. I don't know.
0: The, the computer screen might make a difference yeah. if you have the big screen, or maybe it'd be worse. But uh, there's some big names in this movie. I, most of the people on the IMDb list are you know, foreign actors. I don't know if they're South African or what yeah. it was, because I think... The, what's his name? Charlto Copley's in this? Yeah. The, if I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah, the dude from uh, Neil Blomkamp. Chappie uh, and uh, yeah. you know, District 9. And yeah. then you got... The uh, resident bad guy, Tim Roth. Yeah, Tim Roth. Those God. are the
1: two names that I recognize. Yeah. We don't know if he's the bad guy, but he's got to play the bad guy. My <laughs> assumption is yeah. he's the
0: bad guy. But uh, what do you think of the casting? You think that's? I mean, I don't know who Henry is. Yeah,
1: they're 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 kooky enough, and I guess Henry doesn't really matter because he's like I don't know. I don't even think he has speaking lines. That's interesting. I think it's just he's he's just running and he's going nonstop, kind of like Crank. You know, See, I like Jesus Crank. Yeah. Call me crazy. Yeah. I liked Crank. No, Crank was fun. I never saw Crank too. Colon, even crank, even crankier, even crankier, cranky, crank two colon, even crankier. (laughs) (laughs) This first try is all it takes. You gotta have a colon, my friend. Done. Um, So, is this something you'd be interested in seeing in the theater, or is this like a a on-demand curiosity for you?
0: Put it this way: I think it looks really cool. I'd probably watch it if if I was free at that time. I what is it? It comes out April eighth. That's next week um i think i'd watch it I, I would like to see it if you want to go we should go
1: oh yeah i would totally be into it so the synopsis goes a first person action film from the eyes of henry who's resurrected from death with no memory he must discover his identity and save his wife from a warlord with a plan to bioengineer soldiers see this sounds like a video game yeah it totally sounds like far cry. It's such a video game it, it is a video game uh um, type atmosphere do you ever play uh far
0: cry blood dragon no, I've never played the Far Cry series. You, you need to get on that. Uh, Blood Dragon was a three sixty game. It reminds me of this. It's like an eighties type throwback with Michael Bean in it. Yeah, oh, Michael Bean. Yeah, nice. he's he's like literally in the game. But that that's what this sounds like, and it sounds like something that we would like.
1: Yeah. So a shot on a GoPro. Was I guess it was crowdfunded as well. I guess it started gaining some steam after the guy got the idea to do the full blown movie version of some of his, uh, his shorts. Uh, do you see this as like using the GoPro? I mean, it's very it's, I've seen a lot of GoPro videos of action sports, surfing, it's freaking awesome, snowboarding. Yeah. Do you see this as a thing in movies going forward? If this but does really well, do you see this catching on with other directors? I'm people not, trying to take a shot.
0: Put it this way, I'm not so sure that it's going to replace entire movies like yeah. shot on it, but I definitely could see them using like this technique for certain scenes, scenes. within a movie. Yeah. Yeah, right. certain scenes, especially right. love scenes, especially because, love scenes.
1: Cuz like you have a couple different paranormal activity movies that are shot just basically with a steady cam on a security cam. You got obviously the Blair Witch phenomenon, which started the whole yeah. found footage type thing. Um so you don't think it's gonna be as big as that? They're not gonna be there's not gonna be genre freaks that are going to be just making a whole movies on this. Do you think it's gonna be singular to this one guy, this one movie? Or possibly I, if a sequel were to come out. I could see a sequel being made to this, maybe yeah.
0: maybe it would be like a small group of people that make these types of movies. Right. I mean, what we saw this first-person scene within uh, the one movie, Doom, right? Doom, yeah. So that was Carl Urban and The Rock was in that. Yeah. You know, it's funny, most movies would get bashed, but
1: because The Rock is so good, yeah, everyone kind of, like, forgets that that movie he was He saved made. it, you know? Well, before he was, like... The yeah. Rock. Right. Like he was still, he was a big name, but as far as acting goes, he was still kind of bit. I, I think you bring up a good point, though. You, you got the other genres. So you got the found
0: footage, the lost and found footage type stuff. Yeah. A
1: little overrated, in my opinion. Sure. I mean, it, it was that people took it and ran with it. Blair Witch was kind of a phenomenon. And looking back on it, I don't think it was that great of a movie. It,
0: you know, I, I, everyone said it was like the scariest thing. And, you know, that kind of stuff typically would freak me out a little bit. Well, I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah. Stuff, I know. didn't think it was that bad. Yeah. Paranormal activity. Yeah. That's something that I'm not going to be watching at home in my basement with the lights yeah. off. I mean, that's, that kind of thing does freak me out a little bit. Again, a little overrated. They're right. kind of the same yeah. over and over. I mean, they have ghost hunters on TV. It's kind of the same <laughs> thing, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, I, I could see this being in part of the movies, but uh, I don't know if it's going to catch on as its own genre. I think hardcore Henry too colon even more hardcore <laughs> would probably be the next time hardcore even headrier even <laughs> hardcore even more hardcore yeah. is probably the next time you're going to see yeah. this type of technique for an entire movie right but so, you know what maybe i'm the
1: naysayer it so, looks pretty awesome so f- f- what you, from what you see this guy has dibs yeah oh yeah he's got dibs he, on all the gopro
0: did he might even have a patent on yeah. this
1: we don't even know Uh, But it'd be—it's right. You'd be interested to see. I could totally see. We talked about Fast and Furious uh, for for the forty k. I could totally see a scene where you got Vin Diesel chasing somebody down, and it's clearly not Vin Diesel because I feel like he'd be out of breath after after twenty steps.
0: You you need so the key to this is you need like the best stunt guy in the world. But doesn't this doesn't this make like action stars upset? Because if you're an action star, you want your face seen.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: You know what I mean? Like that's what I'm saying. Like Charlton Copley. Like he's in this, it look, I mean, from the trailers, it looks like he's, you know, just a guy in the movie. Yeah. You know, he's not going to sign on as top billing to be Henry or whatever, maybe, maybe I'm misunderstanding the synopsis, but he's not going to sign on to be the guy that wears the GoPro on his head. You need the the stunt guy to do that.
1: So the guy is not a name actor, but the the guy who is Henry isn't going to be paid as highly as Charlto because it's all about the face, baby. This could be multiple guys. This Henry guy like that's doing the stunts could be multiple stunt So you, you got know. a stunt stunt man. Yeah, it could be a stunt team, you know, I, I, but I think that's cool. And, and maybe like you
0: said, you're going to see that. I mean, you're not going to get speaking lines
1: from yeah. this. Probably the yeah. acting is going to be totally done by the other characters. Even though Shalto isn't the main character, he's probably showing up in the majority of the
0: film. It just, it reminds me so much of a video game. And I think that that's really cool. See, I'm, I'm all about the film innovations yeah, and I feel like you know, 3D, I could take it or leave it most of the times. 4K is great because it's the pictures yeah. better, right? For home theaters and stuff, right. home 3D, I, I'm not really into that. This 4DX, whatever we're talking about earlier yeah. in the show, that's pretty cool. Yeah,
1: it's, we're ta- we're talking about innovations here. We're we're innovating here on this episode, and I would go, I would be interested in seeing this movie for the right price of five dollars or less <laughs> five dollars or less I'll, I'll I'll do the i'll do the cheapo uh 10 a.m sunday showing yeah. for sure i'll I'll go with you yeah. I, I think i would like because to I, it. I respect it might not be good but i respect them trying this because it's it i appreciate it i appreciate the ingenuity so fresh
0: i know we haven't uh talked about a certain fruit that tends to uh go bad on this show we kind of <laughs> denounced them last time that fruit was a little is too, it a fruit or a vegetable uh, yeah i guess it's i don't know that's that's up for debate But uh, I would love to see what the score is for this movie. We'll see. We'll see what the the so called critics say about this movie coming up.
1: Well, anyway, let's. uh, We're gonna wrap this episode up with our last section. Um, We got an email. This comes from Scene. From who is it? Scene. Scene. Yeah. (laughs) Scene Hunter. Yeah. Or Sean, if you if you're an asshole, you pronounce it Sean. But I I pronounce it Scene. Just kidding, Scene. Sorry. (laughs) No, no. <laughs> no, we have we have five listeners, yeah. and now you pissed off no, one of them. No disrespect, and I'm just I'm just joshing. We
0: have we have five listeners. Yeah. One of them was nice enough to write into us. I'm just yoshing.
1: All right, hey guys, after listening to your BVS podcast, I liked your reboot of Demolition Man. It would be into The Rock and Hardy as top billing, but I think you really missed an opportunity to seriously add Nick Cage. <laughs> well, yeah, is this Dave? <laughs> Dave, is that you? Is that Dave? Did you? Or Dave, are you seen? Yeah. I know it's usually a joke, but I really think he can pull it off. I agree. Like we did miss him.
0: Well, because and and so so scene when we when (laughs) you got me doing it now. I'm sorry, Sean. Sean's gonna hate us.
1: He's never gonna listen again. I can't take that spelling of that name seriously. No,
0: so so let me say this. It's always the popular thing to add Nick Cage. And and we were thinking of you, Sean. And when we add we used to add Nick Cage in everything, but then it became sort of ridiculous. But isn't this the perfect movie for him?
1: Yeah. It actually kind of is. Looking back on it. He could be freaking... He's Simon Phoenix. Yes. It's not John Sparta. He's Simon Phoenix. Because he's crazy. Yeah. He he is crazy in every role. No, I don't know what Seed was getting at if he was talking about Nick Cage <laughs> for the Stallone or the or the Wesley Snipes role. I'm not sure which one he was thinking of, but totally Simon Phoenix. I'm, I'm just going to assume
0: that he was talking about Simon Phoenix.
1: But he could also do the the John Sparta role because he has that kind of confused... What year is this look on his face a lot of the time? I'm afraid he'd overact in that, though, and he yeah. might look ridiculous. But he might knock it out of the park, though. What well, if this is, like, his way back in? Yeah, no, because we talked about, uh, I brought up uh, Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call. That's um, a great movie. Which is an awesome movie, underrated, That where he completely threw himself into that character, batshit insane. But you know He what? could do that here. You know what about that movie? Not to get too far off topic. Yeah. I remember seeing the Nick Cage
0: loses his shit YouTube video. The yeah. one where he goes insane. And I, I remember seeing... I saw that before I saw Bad Lieutenant. Yeah. And I thought, man, that movie looks like a piece of crap. <laughs> but it's like, it's bad
1: on purpose in a, yeah. in a weird no, way. It's so odd that it's genius. Do you remember the
0: scene where like the guy just starts break dancing? Oh, yeah. In the middle of the and floor? That, there's
1: the iguana seed and all that. <laughs> like, oh, man. So
0: if you haven't seen yeah. that movie, you need to watch it. Go see it.
1: Bad Lieutenant 2 starring Nick Cage. But, it's great. But to Sean's point, yeah. I think... I think... Nick Cage would be awesome yeah. in that movie. So uh, adding on to his email, he finishes with... Oh, he has more. Yeah. Since you guys did a good job with this, I'd love to see your thoughts on an Under Siege reboot and recast.
0: Under Siege 1 or 2? It doesn't matter. Well, I mean, there's you got a boat or you got I'm, a train? I'm
1: assuming it's 1 because there are actual other actors other than Steven Seagal. It's, <laughs> it's Steven Seagal's most legit film, right? 1, right? Not 2. 1 yeah i like i like two better than one don't get me wrong as as an enjoyment perspective we did an episode on that one you should go back and listen to it you should go back and listen to it but under siege one he wants to do a reboot recast so who who do we have so obviously let's save
0: that for a second
1: yeah so here's my issue i i told you i had an issue with this who is the seagal of today
0: i see my first inclination and I, i hate to say this yeah I would say it's Nick Cage, even though it's, but it's not, not really. It's it can't be. But he's in direct to DVD stuff. He's kind of crazy. He takes that, himself kind of seriously. In that
1: aspect he is, and that he'll he'll make any movie, anywhere, anytime. But he's not the action star. Like Seagal was was born and bred on crazy action movies, and he stayed in that path through the length of his career, which is still going on, surprisingly. It's, it's
0: not The Rock because The Rock takes himself like not, no. not seriously. No. It's not like a Jason Statham, because I feel like he hasn't been around that long to the point where... Or maybe it is Jason Statham. Statham is close, right? He doesn't have a ponytail, though. So, yeah. like, I don't think... He doesn't have a ponytail. And Seagal had the ponytail. I don't
1: think... He's not as mysterious as Seagal, either. <laughs> right? That's true. But he's you know? he's foreign. He's foreign, but he's not mysterious. He just he just talks in a... Just because you talk... Just because you talk in a whisper doesn't make you mysterious. like yes, stuff like this. Seagal also talks in a whisper, but it's, that's not because he's mysterious. It's not why he's mysterious. Anybody seen Richie? <laughs> I'm looking for Richie. <laughs> oh, man. So I feel like I can't properly recast this movie because you, there is no other Seagal. He's kind of like a once-in-a-lifetime guy. Not to say that he's the greatest, because if you talk about the other four, the the the, the big four, the, the Mount Rushmore of action stars, if you will, Seagal, Van Damme, Arnold, and Stallone. Yeah. You could you could remake and have remade an Arnold movie. You can and have remade a Stallone movie. You could do a Van Damme movie. Like You could remake, remake and reboot all those movies. You can't reboot any of Seagal's movies. Because he rebooted them himself.
0: That's the problem. <laughs> yes, t- the truth is he rebooted them himself because he was in a movie as a cop. Okay, he's in yeah. a coma. Now he wakes up and he's got a... <laughs> he's got a beard yeah. and he wakes up perfectly from a coba and starts beating people up the next second like i grew up watching these seagal movies yeah and he did he rebooted them himself with the exception of under siege actually he just made under
1: siege too so he rebooted that yeah it's not a, it's not a reboot that's a that's, it's, a, that's it's a sequel, a sequel it's but a sequel. like
0: that's really one of his only sequels like you yeah. look at like hard to kill out for justice yeah uh, above the law yep. like they're all kind of the same movie they did what we said they should do with ghostbusters it's like you make the make a new movie called something else. Yeah. That's what and, he did.
1: And all of his directed D V D or uh, directed on demand releases, he's always ex, ex-marine, ex-cop, ex spec up. Ex-chef. Ex-chef. Right? And Turn it's always chef. and it's always my daughter, my niece, my aunt, my ex wife is my, in trouble. My old partner. And possibly died. And I'm gonna get revenge and I'm gonna kick your ass. And that's like that's the plot. that it. going to have uh, yeah. Kelly Kelly LeBrock in it or yeah. whatever. And there's no need to Reboot under siege because what is it? Terrorists on a boat. There's a guy on the boat that can kick their asses. He gets their asses. He kicks them. It's the same thing. It's like speed. Speed was a reboot, but it wasn't a reboot. They just called it speed. They didn't call it under siege on a bus. Speed Autobus. two cruise control. Speed two cruise control. Do you a have very cruise control on a boat? Of course you can.
0: Is that what it is though? Is it called cruise control? No, I'm, not, like, I'm not a. Like it's
1: a, a. It's a cruise like it's a cruise lighter. No, like I, a, I get that. Yeah, you part. get it, yeah. But
0: like cruise control, like it, you know, it would be better. You can totally cruise control a boat. Come on, man. I'm not a seaman, so I don't know if if, on, if that's the case. Yeah. But I, I don't know if there's cruise control on oh, a there's boat. There's totally cruise control on a boat. You gave me. You gave me a good idea, though. I think we need to, at some point in the near future, we'll work on this. Yeah, we need to seriously examine the mount rushmore of action movies from the 80s and 90s we need to take stallone we need to take van damme we need Love to the stars take all those guys yeah and we need to talk about all things they're all one-liners right. we like kind of what we did with the robot ranking Ooh, it's only four i like we'll it. come up with some categories like we need to rank them yes before i get too far away so we're going we're gonna, we're gonna find
1: here. out who the definitive yes action star of the 90s is. i can tell you right. i know what so let's it is do that we'll do those four guys yeah and we'll create a scoring system and then we'll get it going i like it, I like we, it. we have to do that we're, but gonna, we're gonna we're gonna blow this thing out this is gonna be its yeah. own episode and we're gonna blow it out
0: i don't want to do it because we could do it right now yeah but i don't want to go through that no, i don't no. want to waste let's, it.
1: let's do all the bells and whistles in, in a future episode let's let's put that in the bank look forward to that in the near future so yeah not not the not the donald trump scene here but I, I feel I like... I can't
0: believe you,
1: you, know, you, know, you know who could be uh, Tommy Lee Jones? Who? Seen Bean. See Bean? Is he gonna
0: die? <laughs> He's, gotta die. <laughs> He's gotta die. He's
1: gotta die. Scene <laughs> Bean? Yeah. No. Um, Sean... Sh- Sean... Bion, Bion. Sean Bjorn? Sean Bjorn. No. Think about it, though. B-E-A-N. Is it Bjorn or is it Bean? A Listen,
0: we... Sean hates us right now. I, we are not. I, Sean. I'm
1: sorry. Thank you for. writing it. <laughs> No, no, no. Um. So, I hate to. Uh, I didn't mean to hijack the question, but I feel like you can't be done. And I'm not talking about in the reboot rules that we did a few apps back. It's not that you can't do Seagal movies. They're not great enough to that you can't do them. I'm saying that you just you just can't do it. Like it's like it's physically impossible. Just because there is. No equivalent to the goofiness of Steven Seagal. Do, do you agree? I, I agree, and I think he's a one of a kind. Like, yeah, uh, he, not, because, not that not that he's great enough. No, that's not what we're saying.
0: No, he takes himself too seriously, and yeah. I feel like none of the other big four do it. Van yeah. Dam doesn't do it. Neither does Schwarzenegger. Right. I mean, Schwarzenegger is such an endearing personality. Like they made the Expendables, and. You know, Seagal didn't want to be in it. He wouldn't be in
1: it because he couldn't get top billing. He
0: couldn't get top billing. It's like, sorry, dude, you're 100 pounds did, overweight and did. you're, you know, pulling over people on highway tickets yeah. in New Orleans. <laughs> and with this thick ass
1: New Orleans accent.
0: Oh, y'all think y'all can oh, beat me in the, could the kitchen? Be in the kitchen?
1: Come on. No, um, I may be wrong on this, but didn't didn't they tab him as the villain in Expendables 2? And he wouldn't do it because he didn't want to be the villain. That's what I heard. So then they got Van Damme. Van Damme is that, is that, I think that's the rumor. You know what? I'm
0: glad they did it because yeah. Van Damme was awesome. He was so good at that.
1: That movie was. is so underrated. You know what? I call it, you know, this is blasphemy. I've never seen three.
0: I, yeah, I heard it wasn't very good. No. I didn't watch it myself. I loved one and two. So my dad watched it and he said it was very stupid. dad slow. watched yeah. Expendables 3. So, so one of the things that, that people, I don't know if people know this on the show, but I grew up watching action movies with my dad. That's yeah. why I know all these stupid things like, you know, yeah. Casey Ryback and... Um, all the other names that Seagal has, we used to watch these movies together growing up. So that's why I have a very special place in my heart for yeah. a lot of these uh,
1: action movies. Yeah, my, my stepdad, uh, before he died, may he rest in peace. He, for some reason, he loved The Glimmer Man. The Glimmer, right? the glimmer Man. With, uh, with Keenan Ivory Wayans. Oh, man. And Steven Seagal. Seagal. I never, I never expressed to him that I loved The Glimmer Man. I just think it's okay. It's it's, it's a good one. But yeah. it's not one of his best yeah. Steven Seagal movies. He would go, hey, Kev, The Glimmer Man's on. So you guys did you guys like bond over that one? Yeah, That's we watched it. Watch like, I, like, for some reason, he thought that I loved The Glimmer Man. When, I know he loved The Glimmer Man. Yeah. But I don't know why. He always thought like but, it, it would be an announcement. It almost became a running joke. Hey, The Glimmer Man's on. Because Gloverman was always on. It's, it's like on TNT yeah, or something Yeah, always all the on TNT, or it was.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, but see, that's something you bonded over. That's why he liked it, because yeah. he got to watch it with you. Yeah. That's awesome. That's funny, though. I always thought Gloverman is his movie. <laughs> I know you said that we can't recast Seagal, but can we recast anybody else in here? Yeah. Well, I, who cares? I mean,
1: because it's kind of like a moot point,
0: right? I, I mean, I I thought... Tommy Lee Jones was somebody you could just put anybody in there like we, we said Liam Neeson Ed yeah. Harris Kevin Spacey Jeff Daniels
1: yeah well not to not to hijack it once again but did you see that uh the thing that came out uh, I think this has been news for a while but it came to light recently again where Jim Carrey talked about his first interaction with Tommy Lee Jones on the set of Batman Forever no you told me about this but I didn't see the quote <laughs> it's like the most crotchety old man quote I've ever seen and this was like in 96 right he, he is a crotchety old yeah. man yeah so, I guess, well, Jim Carrey went to meet uh Tommy Lee Jones on the set, and I, they may have been in makeup already. Can you imagine Tommy Lee Jones in his red face makeup, right? With the hair. With the hair, and Jim Carrey's in his, like, leotard or whatever. <laughs> the, the spandex. <laughs> yeah. So, he goes up to shake his hand, and and um, I guess they, he shakes his hand. So, 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 or I'm sorry, not Seagal. Seagal doesn't yeah, go. You're a Jim Carrey goes to shake Tommy Carrey Lee Jones' hand? hand. Tommy Lee Jones' hand, and Jones, like, goes in for the hug. Have they not met at this point? Yeah, they haven't met. They go in for the hug. And then he, um, he tells him in his ear, you know, I, I just, I really don't, I hate you. I really don't like you. And that's a quote. This is a real quote. Yeah. And then like, and Jim was like, hey man, whoa. Like, hey, what's up? Why? And he goes, I cannot stand your buffoonery. That's <laughs> It's the literal quote. I cannot stand your buffoonery. <laughs> that's ridiculous. This is how serious this guy takes himself, right? But it's like, listen. The set
0: of that movie is not the time to put your nose up in the air and pretend to be an actor.
1: Yeah. So then Jim Jim Carrey was like, "Yeah, it's this is kind of strange because like we're kind of doing this like kid centric uh, villainy villainy type movie, goofy villainy movie, and you're like serious as death right now. So I don't know. (laughs) Good luck. Good luck channeling into your character, buddy. You think he was just jealous? Because everybody loved Jim Carrey. Um, well, we know that Jim Carrey like tried to steal that movie, right? Like, I mean he, he kind of did he steal. He was in the movie. full movie thief mode with his over the top acting.
0: He was on top of the world at that point. Yeah. I mean, we should do an I, I mean, know we talked about doing an episode on that. I don't know if yeah. we could.
1: Yeah. It's I don't been know. done to death. Yeah, it's been done. So like he even had like the meta moment in the, the the scene where he goes, Is that over the top? I can never tell. It's like a meta moment. It's like, of course, like that's it, like your in, in a nutshell. It was yeah. in the Sean. <laughs> it was in the that's, good. I'm, that's good I'm sorry i'm sorry sean sean i'm sorry thank
0: you for writing in you know we're we're sitting here we're not poking fun at no, you no
1: no no Seriously, we really appreciate the email and yeah. um i just I, i've always found that name funny i apologize when
0: you when you grow up watching boy meets world you think about the name sean a lot yeah. so
1: that's <laughs> with an h and a w no um
0: We've gone on too much. Just, should we wrap it up? Yeah, I think yeah. we should. We should get out of here. I got to go to bed and play some Rocket League tomorrow. <laughs> <just kidding. laughs> no, but um, if if you guys have a specific movie that you want us to do, we've been trying to cater them to some of the listeners that have been writing in. So some of the movies yeah. that we've recently done have been suggestions from our listeners. If you want to send us any suggestions, our website is com. Send us an email. That's a really good way to get in touch with and, us.
1: And if we make fun of your name, it's not because we don't like you. It's, it's because we love you. It's because we love you.
0: It's yeah. because we love you. The Last Row Podcast at gmail.com is our email address. Um, and we are very active in the community on Twitter. <laughs> we are very active in the community on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at the Last Row Pod. Tweet at us. Leave us an email. Send us any type of thing on our website. There's a feedback form. But most importantly... Hit that subscribe button on that podcast, whatever podcatcher you use. iTunes, Pocket Cast, Overcast, whatever it is, iTunes, leave us a review. Did
1: you make that one up? Overcast? Overcast
0: is a real it's a real podcatcher. Yeah. yeah. But uh, if you can Please head on out to iTunes. Leave us that five-star review. It helps us so much. Thank you to everybody that's done so, so far. We have just over 30 reviews. We've been doing the show for a little bit over a year now, so I'm pretty happy with that. Thank you, everybody that's left one. And uh, if you're thinking about doing it, head on out. Please do that. We would very much appreciate that. And we'll see you guys next week. What about
1: broadcast? Bro- broadcast? Yeah. What about Like Likecast.com. <laughs> like what about cast? Cast.